from Corner to Corner proudly presents the Mount Rushmore's of Wrestling, where we talk about heels, faces, tag teams, and many things more. Here are your hosts, Sean Kuyper and Neil Payne. And welcome back to another episode of Mount Rushmore of Wrestling and more. Top 25 now. Are we in the top 25? We are in the top 25 starting tonight. We're moving on up. It's almost there. It's almost there. Almost. Man, I tell you what, looking over this, we got some big names on this list tonight. Oh, this, hey, we, we're, we're bringing some heavy hitters to start the top 25. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. So, it's uh, looking ahead of this, I know last week we spent quite a bit of time on uh, a couple of wrestlers. I'd say that we could do the same on this one as well. So, definitely a, an impactful way to uh, round out the, you know, 20s. The 20s. Through, yeah, the 20s. So, and then, you know, rolling into next week, we'll be into the actual top 20. Top 20. So, four more episodes after this, and we're we're talking about the top four. Well, five, five, technically, but, you know, we're, we're trying to get to that Mount Rushmore. Mount Rushmore plus four. one. Yeah. Well, I started out last week. So, is there anybody on here you particularly want to talk about so we can put it in the right order? Well, actually, I'm going to disagree with you, I believe. Okay. I believe I started last week. Oh, did you? I did. But that's okay. I'm fine with starting again this I week. I think you're right. No, I know I'm right. Yeah. yeah. And I just edited the, the show for tomorrow today. <laughs> I should know this. <clears throat> but I don't mind to, to start. Okay. So, if you want to, me to start, I will. Yeah, go ahead. All right. So... Coming in at number 25, you know that we had to acknowledge him. We, I mean, you yeah. can't have a top 50 list and not have the tribal chief. Right. Number 25 is Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. You're not quite he, Heyman-like. but He but. is, uh, he's, just, he's so good right now, he could almost be on there as a good guy and a bad guy. Right. I mean, I was watching... <laughs> I was watching him versus Big E at Survivor Series. And that dude was getting cheered and booed. Yeah, I mean, they did the classic Roman Reigns. Let's go, Big E, Roman Reigns. Right. You know, this is what WWE's wanted their whole time is to get him over. Yep. And I have said all along the easiest way to get him over is to make him a heel. Vince didn't want to pull the trigger on that. I understand why, but he's as big now as there has been a star in a long time in WWE. He is, of course, there for a long time. He was forced down our throats. Yep. Okay, uh, I think that was the biggest knock on Roman. They tried every way in the world to get him over. Uh, multi-time world champion. Uh, he's held the Intercontinental title. He's held the tag team titles. He's been the face since WrestleMania. 31? Is that when he fought Brock Lesnar in the main event? Mm-hmm. And uh, it was the ultimate heist? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and we talked about him last week. Right. You know, he's so good. He's young. He's got years left, hopefully. This character that he has right now is the best work he's ever done. He's ever done. And, and you know, we, yeah, he's got Paul Heyman with him. He's got the Usos with him. They are just literal side pieces. But it would, I think it would They're take. They're the gravy and the mashed potatoes, and he is the turkey. Oh, you know he's I mean? definitely he's definitely the main course. Yeah. But I think losing those three would hurt his character. Uh, no, I agree. And I'm not so sure 
that he couldn't support one more, right? I'm not, and I think it's coming. Yeah, I I don't know who that would be. I mean, Tamina has that type of personality, right? And has the size and the look to be the female representative of the family of the bloodline. But I think Naomi makes the most sense. Yeah. Well, in the way. Uh, the way they're doing the whole thing with her and Sonya Deville, that's going to have to pay off at some point, right? And that then that may wind up being how that how that all plays out. So, but man, Roman, solid way to start out number you know the top twenty five. Oh, I mean, there it literally, I, at least in the WWE. Maybe in all of professional wrestling, there is no bigger name than the Tribal Chief Roman Reigns. No, I I agree. I mean, we talked about Charlotte last week. She's the she's the head of the table when it comes to female wrestling, and and Roman definitely is way way up there right now. Right. So, for, so awesome, awesome. Well, <clears throat> number twenty four is a guy that made probably one of the most impactful debuts in WWE history. I don't know if you remember this or not, but we had the first Hell in a Cell match. That's got to be Kane! It's got to be Kane! Comes in, rips the door, legit, legitimately, the door off the cage. Undertaker and HBK both have said that was not a light door either. Right. And it wasn't a rigged or anything. He literally did that, and they were like, holy crap, this dude's strong. Right. And, man, I tell you, Kane is, and we'll tell you to this day, it, all credit goes to Undertaker because mm-hmm. he'd worked with him in other promotions, mm-hmm. smaller promotions. And he'd been in the WWE. He tried being the fake Diesel. He tried being Isaac Yankum. He never found the character. But Undertaker was like, we, we've we got to get this guy in there. Right. And, you know, Bruce Pritchard was like, well, I mean, we've got this idea that the Undertaker had a brother. And he's like, I know the guy. Yeah. And and he's like, oh, well, I mean, Glenn Jacobs is, is the guy. Right. Well, you had talked, it was actually, it was actually Smoky Mountain wrestling. That's right, yes. Uh, I, and, I, I knew it was a small one. I couldn't remember. And he was Unabomb. That was his name, was Unabom. And Undertaker, uh, WWE, and it was F at the time, and Smoky Mountain did a, like a collaboration. WWE, it was, because basically Smoky Mountain was a developmental territory for the WWE. And uh, they sent Taker down. Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette. They sent uh, Taker down to, as like, here, we'll send you Taker. And they had Taker versus. Glenn Jacobs, then known as Unibomb, and it was a, I mean, for Smoky Mountain Wrestling, fantastic match. It's somebody the same size, strength of Taker, could go toe-to-toe with him. And like you said, it was then that Taker decided, this guy's got something. Yeah, definitely. I mean, multi-time world champion. Yeah. Money in the Bank, tag team champion. I mean, Randy Orton just broke his record Sunday night for most pay-per-view matches. Right. Which... When you think about it, you're like, Kane? Really? Why? You know, Does he still have the most eliminations in the Royal Rumble, or did Braun Strowman finally beat him? 
Mm. Kane had the most eliminations in the Royal Rumble I for a long time. I feel like that record may be gone, but I'm not 100% sure. You know, definitely, man, Kane was... That's That whole storyline was... Was fantastic. It was it was fantastic. He, well, you had three three Hall of Famers, and he, and he was able to do comedy with Daniel Bryan. Right. I mean, uh, well, he you had Undertaker, Kane, Paul Bear, yeah. all three involved in it, and then a uh, Mankind come in right after Man, that. So you had those four moving pieces. It was it it was gold. Yeah, um, and they struck gold. And uh, you know, I think you know Kane thanks the Undertaker for a lot of his work. But I think Kane, he had it not had Kane not been able to play the part. Kane is just you know Glenn Jacobs is a footnote, and instead of being a footnote, he's a Hall of Famer. You know he's done about all you can do in professional wrestling, and heck, now he's the mayor of Knoxville. Yeah, right. So, yeah, that's uh, that's something else for sure. Powerful start to the to the show. So we start with. Roman, follow Roman up with Kane. Yeah. I see you're Roman and Kane, and I'm going to raise you one. Yeah. Yeah. And it's funny that we've already spoke of this guy in reference to one of the wrestlers. Mm-hmm. Because if he was here, he would say, my name is Paul Heyman, <laughs> and I am the advocate for the reigning, defending, undisputed World heavyweight champion Brock Lesnar, and he'd take you straight to Suplex City. Suplex City, you would have a one-way ticket to Suplex City. Brock Lesnar gets <laughs> he gets a bad rap. Yeah, I Be- think it was because he left, though. It was, and and you know he left on his terms because he was getting. Overworked. He was working through injuries. Uh, as a matter of fact, the tattoo on his chest of the sword knife thing yeah. is because he felt like in the WWE he was he was working with a knife at his throat, like yeah. like he had to work. Yeah. So he so he left, went and did the MMA thing. Was moderately successful there. Yeah. And comes back, and it was a huge come back to a huge pop. Yes, he works on a part time. Schedule. Yes, he makes big money. Yes, he's always involved in the world title picture. But he's Brock Lesnar. He's not the guy, though. You know, we've talked about this a lot over the last couple of years. He's not the guy you want to see every Monday night or every Friday no. night. He's just not. No, Brock. He's in, the guy that you want to see on occasion. Brock in O2, young, next big thing, doing moonsaults off the top rope. I want to see that guy every day. Right. This. Brawler Brock Lesnar? I don't want to see him. I want to see him in short spurts. Comes in a month or two, three months, feud, then he's gone. Yeah. And that and I'm and, and I'm good with that. But you can't deny when Brock wants to work, and we've talked about it on this show. When Brock wants to work, Brock will work. Yep. And he'll make there for a split second when he fought Rey Mysterio a little while ago. You you, you know the match I'm talking about. Yep. For a split second. It wasn't very long. You thought Ray was going to win that match. Yeah. That's not because of Ray Mysterio. Nope. That's because of Brock Lesnar. And we've talked about that several times. 
He works better with the smaller guys because he's because he's such a big guy. He's so strong. He works with guys that he can throw around. Yep. And then when they get their offenses, he sells very well. I mean, he had a stretch right there with AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan, Rey Mysterio, Finn Balor. Finn Balor, and in every single one of those matches, at some point you thought, well, they're the ones. Right. They're going to beat him. Right. They're going to beat him. Nope. And. Him and Roman have had some great matches. Him and Seth had great matches. Yeah. You know, he had that triple threat match with uh, Braun and Braun and Samoa but Joe. who was the – I guess it was the matches with Goldberg that were just trash. Right. Because he didn't want to work with Goldberg. No. They were over quick. They were, they, right. were, they were typical Goldberg matches. But it doesn't change the fact that Brock's been really good since he came into the Federation. Okay? That was in 02. Yeah. And the fact that we're still talking about Brock Lesnar 20 years later, yeah, I'm excited for the payoff whenever that happens of the current Roman Reigns character and, and Brock Lesnar. Yeah, I'm super excited about that. I guess they lifted his they lifted his suspension, so we should expect him back on TV soon. Yep, uh, which would make sense because we're closing in on the Royal Rumble. Right. Brock Lesnar's must see TV. Yeah, and. You know, when he showed up at uh, SummerSlam. Huge. We wasn't ex- really expecting him. No. I think we kind of expected Becky. Right. But we wasn't really expecting right. Brock. Right. And then with the new look that he's got. I mean, and I told you that night, how can a guy look scarier? And Brock Lesnar slimmed down with a man bun ponytail and a smile on his face. is about the scariest Brock Lesnar yeah, I think I've ever seen. blue jeans and a wife beater. <laughs> right. I mean, I still remember the night he came back in, like, 11, and he suplexed John Cena. Like, I remember that pop. And that was before social media blew up. Everybody hates on Brock Lesnar when he's there. But then when he's not there, it's like, we want Brock. Where's Brock? Why won't Brock come back? You're pretty dang good. Like, if, like, like if you right. draw that emotion out of people, you're, you are pretty good. Well... And we've talked about it several times. People can't stand the fact that a belt doesn't swap hands constantly. Right. And AEW does a great job of that. We've talked about that. They do. And I'm the, there is no end in sight for Roman dropping his belt right now. No, there's not. Uh, Brock is going to be one of the challengers, and I think he's a legitimate chance to take it off of him. But getting back top 50-wise, there's no way. Absolutely no way you can do a top 50 list and not have Brock Lesnar on it. Right. And not have Brock Lesnar pretty high on the list. If he doesn't walk away and go to the UFC, easily top 10. Right. And I don't care what anybody says. There's hate on him all you want to. If Brock Lesnar doesn't walk away, easily top 10. Right. No, I agree. I and agree. you know, and, um, and and unfortunately, he probably isn't still wrestling. Uh, if he didn't leave, I guess a positive of him leaving is that we get to see Brock longer. Uh, but when you hold titles, when you are a collegiate All American, you're a world champion in the WWE. You're a world champion in UFC, and you come back and you're the universal champion in WWE. Pretty good pedigree. Right. And, I mean, 
for that reason and the fact that Stone Cold walked out of the company because he didn't want to lose to Brock Lesnar on a Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Talks about how high he thinks of Brock Lesnar too. Like he like like his biggest argument was why are we giving this away? I don't mind losing to him, but why are we giving this away on Monday Night Raw? Right. He didn't he didn't want to do what WCW had done right. with the uh, Hogan and Goldberg thing. Which shows you that Brock's really good and Brock's money. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Number twenty three in this power packed episode <laughs> of the the top fifty. Brock Lesnar. Well, number 22, speaking of power. Power? I'm talking about the power of positivity. New Day Rocks. New Day Rocks. New Day Rocks. I'm playing my air trombone here. You can't. <laughs> I almost went with all oh, my guesters. Don't you dare be sour. Clap. <laughs> For your world famous I'll be Tom Champs yeah. and feel the power. The fact that we could just sit there and do that tells you the emotion and the connection that the New Day has to the fans. Right. And there couldn't there could not be a top fifty list without the New Day. You're right. And just like we talked about earlier. They're the whole reason that this list is a top 50 performers because we're like, well, individually, none of them make the top 50, but together, the New Day has to be on the top right. 50. I mean, and that was the that was the exact example that we used when we were discussing the top 50. Right. And, right. and, and that was the exact argument. Like, well, Kofi Biggie and Xavier Woods, neither, neither the three of them make the top 50 singular wrestlers yeah but as a group you can't deny the fact that they are probably the best tag team in wwe history i mean i think wwe's made sure of that yeah and they definitely have the most reigns and they're moving and the longest and they're moving up the list of best factions of all time yeah xavier would have never had a singles career never Kofi's singles career was going south, and it, it had it had topped out with the Intercontinental yeah. Title, and and he never wins the World Championship without the New Day, and Big and e, then Big E at that point was muscle. He was Dolph Ziggler's bodyguard, basically. Right. He doesn't get to the point that he's at right now no. without that. Now he's always had the look. He's always had the look and the talent. They're all talented. They're all talented, and they're all great on the mic. But they would have went nowhere. I don't remember. I feel like that it was Biggie and Xavier that came up with this idea. I don't. I think Kofi was the third guy. I do know that it was Xavier and somebody. It was because because yeah. he was the one that was coming out pitching the idea to Kofi. Like, come on, like, what are we yeah. doing? And they. But it started out like it was going to be like this cheesy preacher gimmick. Yeah. And then it kind of turned, it evolved into what it is today. And it, it's phenomenal. What what we're watching, and it literally is three best friends that love each other. They love professional wrestling. They love working together. And they're having, like you can tell they're having fun. Well, dude, their families are together. I mean, they, right. it's like they spend the holidays together. Right. I mean, they, you're right. Legit, like brothers. Right. Right. 
like I said, if the new day doesn't come to existence, those three guys, as we know them today, were gone years ago. Yep. They were future endeavored. Yep. Now, I hate the fact that they've split them up, but they really haven't split them up. They've got them on two different brands. Unfortunately, Kofi's hurt right now because I really think we would have got the New Day versus the Bloodline at Survivor Series if Kofi hadn't have been hurt. But I mean, I mean, but Xavier's doing great work singles right now. He is. I mean, he got to fulfill his childhood dream and become King of the Ring. I was a little leery about Xavier as King of the Ring. I think it's going to work, I th- and I think he's good enough to make it work. Yeah. Um, obviously, we're going to see a Xavier Woods. Roman Reigns feud somewhere. Yeah, it'll be it'll be fine. Like yeah. I don't know that it's going to tear the house down, but Xavier will be able to hold his own. Roman, of course, is going to win that. But as a unit, they're fantastic. There's no way that we could have a top fifty list and not and not include the New Day. No, I agree. And spoiler alert: they're not our highest ranked tag team. They're not. I, I mean, they come in at number 22, and they're not our highest-ranked tag team. Yeah. Because our highest-ranked tag team comes in at number 21. Yeah? Yeah. And who's that? That's those dang Dudley boys. From Dudleyville. From Dudleyville. Devon, get the table! <laughs> you can't talk about tag team wrestling and not talk about the Dudleys. And I've made a mistake. Yeah, they're still not our highest ranked. They're still not our highest ranked tag team. That's for next week's episode. That's for next week's episode. <laughs> spoiler alert. Again. Another spoiler alert. You do you, boo-boo, part two. Okay? We're not even going to go back and edit that out. Because this is this is on the fly. This is on the cuff. Right. As soon as I said that, you gave me the eyes. And I was like, crap, I missed one. <laughs> I just missed one. That's all right. That's all right. It's good television. It's good. I mean, radio. Radio. Podcast. <laughs> Streaming. <laughs> Number 21 is the Dudleys. They legitimately have won tag team titles all over the world. They define pro wrestling uh, in terms of tag teams. They're one of them I did research on. I know. So just There's a to, whole page. Just to tell you, 39 combined titles, two Hall of Fames, mm-hmm. They started in 1996. They've been in seven different promotions. And uh, let's see. They were the tag team of the year in 2007. Nice. Definitely. They were one behind the Rock and Roll Express when it comes to total ta- uh, titles. But Rock and Roll Express has 30 years on them. So. And they've every little Tom, Dick, and Harry promotion all across the South. They yeah. were world champ- tag and, team and, champions in. The, the highlight of the weekend when we went to WrestleCade two years ago was, meeting the, was meeting the Dudley boys. All four of us stood there together. All of us had gold, yeah. right? We're, we were holding Because I mean, they had all their belts. Yeah. They, they had all. I mean, it was, man, it was so. It gives me goosebumps just talking about we'll, it. We will, we will post that picture online. Yeah. They just defined tag team wrestling. They started in ECW, so they got the hardcore extreme side. They come to WWE. You're leery about, well, how are these guys going to... Because the stuttering gimmick that Bubba Ray had in ECW isn't going to work in, in WWF. It's going to come off as very poor. Yeah. They dropped it. But they didn't lose what made them who they were. Right. They stayed the Dudley boys. 
And then, of course, we know about the trilogy of matches that they had with Edge, Christian, and the Hardys. I was just sitting there thinking about that. Um, I mean, it because redef- that isn't what it is without the Dudley Boys. It's not, and the tables. Yeah. Um, and then you know they go to TNA. They have their singles career. You could argue that Bubba Ray had a a fantastic singles career. His Bully Ray character was over like none other. And you know, if we were just if we didn't do tag teams, I feel like the Bully Ray would have been on the top fifty. He could have potentially. Yeah. It, it would have been down the near the bottom. Yeah. Together, there's no yeah. way you his could ace have, and a, aces and eights character. Man, that was that was, was good stuff. It was really good. Yeah. Uh, but Devon was a part of that too. Yeah. They've always kind of been connected. You know, I feel terrible that their return went the way it did. Yeah. Because I really hate that. Yeah. And I think Bully really wanted to go a different way with his character. WWE wouldn't let him. Well, I mean, he wanted to bring in the Bully, the Ray, Bully Ray character. Right. And Vince was like, "No, no, you gotta. We gotta go. We gotta go back to what you were." And well, it just never worked. It did flopped. But you know, it 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 makes me wonder had he come had he come back with that character, what happens with Devon? Because yeah. Devon's character. Wasn't much different even in the aces and eights. He just wasn't with. He just wasn't with Bully Ray. Yeah. So, I think that that it was a good thing that they that he didn't get to bring it back in. Now, now, unfortunately, I think they have parted ways now. Uh, Bubba Ray and Devon. I, I read that. You know, they're they've closed their wrestling school. I think, and you know, and that's a shame because. Uh, for so long, they were synonymous Bully with Ray each must other. Be just in the breakup business because he, him, and uh, Velvet right. uh, parted ways yesterday too. Right. You know, for everything that they've brought to pro wrestling, uh, and that's one of the things we told them when we met them. Just thank you guys. Right. Like just thank you for everything that you've done for pro wrestling. Yeah. If you get a chance, listen to Bully Ray on uh, Busted Open on Satellite Radio. His mind for the business is like nobody's I've ever heard. Well, and it's really interesting, and I don't want to get off sidetrack, but this is this is a, a part of it. We've talked about this podcast for a long time. We have. Listening to him and Dave LaGreca grab the pencil, so to speak, Bully Ray's famous line, if I had the pencil, I had the pencil. this is what I would have done. And, it, and every time and all, he said and, that. And every time it was the better idea. And it always makes sense. It always makes sense, and it was always like, yeah, they should have done that. And, and and then you started being like, if I had the pencil, I had the pencil, and and it just kept well, feeding towards this. And I, you know, and Bully's been asked, and I mean, Devon was a back backstage agent for a long time after he quit wrestling. Yeah, and Bully's been asked, why haven't you ever gone done creative in any? And he said, because they wouldn't let me do it the way that I want to do it. Yeah, I think he was hinting at restrictions from TV and you know PG ratings and all that. Um, I don't think he would go too far overboard, but you definitely have to push the limits sometimes, and I'm not sure they would let him push the limits. But we digress. Right. Um, so I'm not sure you can have, like I said, a top 50 list. I've, I've said this every time that we've said a person this yeah. during the whole top 50, and, and I double down with the Dudleys. You can't have a top 50 list and not have the Dudleys. And I don't know that you, you can't have a top 25 list and not have the Dudleys. So with all the accolades they have, they don't make our top twenty. Yeah. So think about the power that we have in the top twenty. Yeah. When when guy when names like Roman Reigns, 
Kane, Brock Lesnar, New Day, Dudley Boys are left out of the top 20. Right. And that happens when you include factions, tag teams, and female wrestlers. Yep. Right. So we are now officially on the road to the, to top. the top 20. Yep. Yeah, it, it's it's here. We've actually peaked the hill. I, I'm looking straight ahead here, Sean. You see what I see? That's Mount Rushmore. Yeah. We're closing in on Mount Rushmore. Yeah. And that's not George Washington's face we see up there. <laughs> General George, listen, he's got a soft spot in my heart, but we've taken him off the mountain. Yep. And that, and then that's the basis for this entire program is – I mean, it's one of those days that we had a conversation. Who's your Mount Rushmore wrestling? And little did we know here we are that we would be doing this. So another uh, great show. A lot of emotion out of this show for sure. Got goosies so. a couple of different times. Got so goosies. You throw our sponsors out there and we'll roll out. We'll give you a sponsor shout out here. Let's go with Bread Claws and Crouch Family Bakery. Darren's Dashing Dinners and Computer Repair, can't forget that. And Heiner's White Bread, the excellence of execution in terms of white bread. All right, guys, onward to the top 20. We'll see you next week. See ya. That wraps up this episode of Mount Rushmore of Wrestling. Tune in each Wednesday as we discuss our Mount Rushmore of Wrestling and more. Be sure to like us on our Facebook page. Click us a follow on the podcast. Until next time, this is Sean. And this is Neil. Stay safe, friends.